0: You're listening to a Richwood Church Podcast. When the COVID-19 crisis hit in March, everything just seemed to stop overnight. I think we were all in a daze because we were suddenly faced with a worldwide shutdown and a disease, virus, that we really didn't know how to fight. And we've learned all kinds of terms that we would never used before. We're, we're now talking about social distancing and community spread and contact tracing and PPE, and it goes on and on. And even the word Zoom. And I hope that we're not stuck with Zoom, but that may be the price we pay. That we're literally living in a new world. And what we had to do was just go back to the basics. Because of this pandemic, we all went home. We worked from home. We did school from home. We exercised from home. We did everything at home because we needed to survive both physically and mentally. And I think we've also learned the basics of relationship and what's really important in relationships because it used to be you talk to somebody and say, I'll see you tomorrow or catch you next week. And now we just can say, you know what? I love you. I'm, I'm here for you if you need me. I'm praying for you because everything has shifted. But you know, 2020 is a year that we want to say goodbye to. That's no, there's no question about that. This will be a really good celebration this year. But we've also learned a lot. And I think we've learned about what's important in life. And that's what I want to talk briefly about this evening. It's what's really important. And I want to take us to the Christmas basics that being, why did Jesus come in the first place? What is all of this fuss about Bethlehem and the manger and all of these things we talk about at Christmas? And really the basic idea is this, the reason Jesus came is to save. He came to save. And that's a marvelous idea. And I want to share with you basic truths about Jesus that will help you understand too why it had to be Jesus, and it couldn't have been anywhere else, or it couldn't have been anyone else. When I use the word save, here's what I mean. Mankind has pretty much wrecked the world. You can look around, you can see it, violence, injustice, division, poverty, you name it. And that happened way back in the garden when Adam and Eve decided they were going to rebel against God, and everything kind of went south from there. And from that point, we needed help because we couldn't reconcile to God on our own. And so we needed to be saved from the consequences of sin, but we also needed to be saved to a new life now, too. And I know for me personally, I was saved out of a life that was far from God, it was headed toward being a major wreck. But for some reason, God reached down and pulled me out of that, and I'm so happy to be God's child, and that's why I'm excited to tell you about this tonight. Here's the first basic truth about Jesus and his mission that we need to understand to know why he came, and that is this, that he didn't start in Bethlehem. I know we start Christmas a lot of times in Bethlehem, but Jesus has always been alive, and he will always be alive. The Bible is clear on this. In Hebrews 13.8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Colossians 1.17, the Bible says he is before all things. And then we see that not only has he always been, but he will always be. In Hebrews 7.3, the Bible says that Jesus is neither the beginning or the end of life. Hebrews 7.24, Jesus continues forever. In Revelation 1.18, he promised, I am alive forevermore. And so there's, there's a person here that in order to understand him, we have to understand his eternal nature. There was no start to Jesus. There is no end to Jesus. And that basic truth is so important to understanding his mission. And here's the second basic truth that's important. That Jesus is God and man at the same time. Now, we can't logically understand this. Our minds can't get around this. But the Bible's very clear that he is both God and man at the same time. And it's important that he is. Because otherwise, this whole plan wouldn't have worked. First, he was a man, and he was born totally human in Bethlehem. And this is called the incarnation. This is the combining of God and man. And it happened that night, but it was planned from the beginning of the foundations of the world. In Colossians 2.9, For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, So this is a combination of God and man, and I think this is especially important during the COVID-19 era, because we've discovered that human beings are so fallible, we, we succumb to disease, we're riddled with fear, we're really at the whim of weather and sickness and accidents and simply growing old, but not Jesus. Jesus is God and man, so he is not affected by any of those things. And when I walk with him, and the fact that I'm his child, I know that he is more powerful than anything that the world can throw at me. And that's a tremendous comfort, especially when tomorrow is so uncertain. But for our purposes here, the basic truth of this idea is even a greater significant factor. It means that his mission to die on the cross could actually work. And here's why. Because he was totally human. And sometimes we, we think of him as being God and sort of toying with humanity or kind of wearing this sort of this this body but he really wasn't. No, he was like us in every way, the Bible says. And because he was man, see he could come and he could go to the cross And he could make right what we have made wrong. Because of our rebellion, the consequences are steep. They are eternity without God. But Jesus could be our representative. He could take our place because he's one of us. And so when he died on the cross, he paid that penalty. He died in our place. And so when we believe in him, we can have eternal life because we're forgiven. But there was another aspect, and that the fact that he was God. The Bible had prophesied in the Old Testament about coming Messiah, and, and it said that Messiah would be pure and sinless and would be this spotless lamb because it had to be someone who was sinless that could go and pay the price for those who have sinned. And the only way Jesus could do that is to be God. So you have man and God all coming together to do this amazing mission to save. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 10, 12, that when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. A one-time, single sacrifice. Not a whole bunch of, uh, of sacrifices. Not you and I trying to be righteous and trying to please God and trying to do this and all that. No, it was Jesus at The cross. And our representative went there. and He was crucified for crimes he never committed, but he was crucified for crimes that we've committed. And that's how much he loves you and me. And that's why it's vitally important that Jesus is God and man at the same time. But it's also extremely important that he is eternal because he has the authority then to grant you and I eternal life. He's inviting us to live with him for all of eternity. And there's, no, there's nothing wrong with wanting to live in this life. Sometimes I think in church we, we talk so much about the, uh, heaven. And we talk so much about eternity. That we forget that we're actually still living here. And this is important. And we've seen people during COVID fighting for life. And life matters. But one of the wonderful things about being a follower of Christ. Is that when we die... And as Mike Rowe from the show Dirty Jobs puts it, and none of us are getting out of this thing alive, there will be much more to look forward to. Death is not the end. And this is so good. The concept is all over the Bible. In Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. In John 17.3, And this is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God. And in Matthew 25, 46, it talks about the righteous going into eternal life. This is only possible because Jesus is eternal. And he has the authority to grant this to us. So the basic reasons that I can have hope during this horrible time in America is that Jesus went to the cross as the God-man to pay for sin. And he offers to save you and me because he loves us. He's eternal. You know, he, he didn't start in Bethlehem. He was, he's been alive forever. He will be alive forever. And we can spend eternity with him. And that's why he came. That's the basic facts. And one thing COVID-19 has done is he's called, it's called all of us back to the basics. We've had to reexamine, I think, pretty much everything. And that's probably a good thing in the end. But please also invest in things of eternity. Please pay attention to what happens after you die because eternity is a long time. And don't let this time together pass without examining who Jesus is and how you can live with a renewed hope and purpose. And it's really not that complicated. We've made it. Far more complicated than it really is because we're human and we want to make it complicated so we think we've achieved something. That really the gospel is simple. It is to do this, accept and believe the truth that Jesus came as the Son of God, that he did die on the cross for sin, and that he did rise again. To believe that. And then to believe that he died on the cross for your sin and my sin, you know, it's easy To look at somebody else and go, yeah, well, your sin I can understand. But that's not how it works. We're all in the same boat. All have sinned. And I don't know, Obviously, sometimes when I'm laying awake at night, I don't understand why he forgives me for the sins that I've committed. But that's a new thing every day he does for me because that's who he is. And then tell God that you're sorry for your sin and that you want to be his follower. And just like that, you are saved. Just like that, you are made right with God. And as a great preacher once said, you are made right with God before you can even raise your hand. And that's an amazing truth. And that's what Jesus offers. And you know, the, the basic truth of having peace with God rings out in really my favorite verse in the Bible. Don't tell God I have a favorite verse, because he might you know, say that they're all good. But, Acts 10.13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone. And and that means that there's not anything that you could have done, no sin that you've committed, no attitude that you've had, nothing can keep you away if you simply believe. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's what you can do right now. Can I ask you to receive salvation from Jesus right now? This this whole thing is pretty basic. Jesus came to save you because he loves you. He wants you to be his child. So if you would indulge me just for a moment, I I, I would ask you just to close close your eyes where you are and take this opportunity To think about what the Bible has just told you and what's been said. If you're a follower of Christ, then spend this time praying for those around you. Spend this time thanking God for the gift that he has given you. And then, if you aren't a follower of Christ and you want to make a decision to become his child, you know... You don't have to know all the words. You don't have to know the perfect prayer. You can just shout out, I need you. Save me. I believe in you. And at that moment, everything will change for you. Because now you'll have an opportunity to walk with God forever. So why don't we just take about 30 seconds, close our eyes, and meditate over these truths and see what God might be saying to you. And while everyone still has their eyes closed in prayer, I would like if you have the desire to meet Jesus for the first time or if you've already said that prayer, if you've already said, I want to be saved, I believe in you. I'd love to be able to pray for you. So could you just lift your hand in the quietness of this moment so that I can see and I can pray for you. Just lift your hand where you are. And I thank you for that because that's a step. And here's another step. Behind me you'll see a text number on the screen. And I would love you just to take a moment and send a text to find out more about Christ or to say, yes, I met Jesus tonight. You'll see the, the, the word is made new, which is perfect. And you'll just follow prompts. And it's not going to be something that's going to lead us to visit you at your house. You can stop the prompts whenever you want, but it will be a connection point for you. You'll also find on the back of your ticket that that same information is there. And then finally, tell someone you came with that you made this decision. Or come back to the hub and talk to me or another staff member. But one thing that I just want to impress upon you in this crazy year of 2020, that life is precious. It really is. And you have an opportunity to give your life to the God that loves you the one who sent his son, because Jesus came to save. Let me pray. God, I'm just incredibly blessed and thankful to call myself one of your children, and I want that for everyone here. To have that hope, that peace, that knowledge to know that you're in control, and that your hand is upon me, and that when I leave this earth, I've I'm going to be with you, which is an amazing thing. And so, God, I just pray for each person here that you would speak to each as you would see fit. Draw them to yourself. Help us to leave changed. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Ridgewood Church Podcast.